Hi, this is Ann Cavero with another episode of Speeding Past 80. Thanks for joining me. Today's episode is called Party at the Pita Pit. Well, Pasadena has the Rose Bowl Parade. On St. Patrick's Day, Chicago turns the river green. Boston has its marathon. New York has Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Bowling Green, Ohio has August and early September. The local paper prints a huge multi-page insert with a blow-by-blow rundown of every event. A week or so later, the college kids move in. The campus is located within an easy walk on Main Street, and in three short days, the town's whole population goes from 36,000 to 53,000. I looked it up. At the end of this same week, back at the fairgrounds that have now recovered from the county fair, the biggest tractor pull in the world begins. Yep, that's right. Not just USA. This is the world. The international tractor pull happens right here in Bowling Green, Ohio. People from as far away as Germany and Japan actually load up their tractors and ship them over here. They make a lot of noise and generate a lot of revenue for the city. This is the same week the college kids come back. Maybe you've never heard of the international tractor pull. Tractors compete pulling sleds weighing thousands of pounds. And if you think only a few people show up to hear heavy machinery generate eardrum splitting noise, think again. More than 60,000 people descend on our little town, filling up every available campground and motel. One year, we learned the hard way not to try to get supper at our local Bob Evans during the tractor pull. Well, we get a little breather before the Black Swamp Arts Festival the first weekend after Labor Day. Main Street is blocked off for three days of free concerts, a juried art show, and food trucks, lots of food trucks. Of course, the main event for me is the huge used book sale at the library during the arts festival. You see how it is. We're peaceful folk. We can't take that much excitement for very long, and so it's a good thing the rest of the year is pretty quiet. Just a few weeks ago, I made a rookie mistake during college move-in days. Our granddaughter planned to stop by for lunch, and so I thought I'd call in a delivery order from our local pita pit right across from the college campus. The guy on the phone was apologetic. Sorry, he said. I don't have a delivery driver today. No problem, I said. Can I come down and pick it up in about half an hour? He said, do you need a large order? Nope, just three wraps and some chips. That's fine, he said. I'm trying to get out two really big catering orders, more than $200 each. But he sounded so casual, so unhurried. I thought all was well. We like ordering from our local pita pit. The food is healthy. The orders come right away. But I'd never actually been inside the local shop. About noon, I parked in back and walked around to the entrance. There were two tables by the front window next to the door. The service counter and food prep area took up the left side of the shop. A few tables lined the wall opposite the counter. 
An aisle between the counter and the tables went to the cash register and back. Well, I'm standing there taking all this in and realize I've made a huge mistake. On this Wednesday at noon, 27 college kids are either eating or waiting for their orders. Yep, I counted them. Every seat's filled and the front tables have people standing around them. It's going to take forever to get my three pita wraps. What was I thinking coming down here during college move-in days? Then it hits me. Nobody else in here looks anything like me. Suddenly, I'm very self-conscious. I am literally 60 years older than anybody else in this store, including the two young men running the shop. Even worse, I ran out of the house in what I'd been wearing all day, a pair of thrift store pants and my oldest L.L. Bean t-shirt. My hair is gray, short and straight. Never mind my eyeglasses. They might have been in style five or six years ago, but the lenses still work fine. I am of the school of thought. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Worst of all, every girl in here is wearing shorts in a size that hasn't fit my body, except for maybe 15 minutes in 1962. Well, I told my granddaughter we're having pita pits, so whatever it takes to get it, that's what I'm in for. I gather my wits and walk back to the cash register to wait behind a young woman who has one of those large orders the manager mentioned. It takes a few minutes to get things sorted out for her to pay her $220 bill. This gives me a little time to look around, and here's what we have. Two guys behind the counter. A shop full of kids eating or waiting to eat. Catering orders for more than $200. And a little old gray-haired lady who forgot it was college move-in week. It should be a madhouse in here. But you know what? It's not. And that's what I really want to tell you about. The two guys behind the counter, they are smoothly and efficiently working as fast as they can. The manager is at the other end working on orders. As soon as I pay, he quietly directs the young man at the register to come down by him and work on my order. There is no loud music playing. I'm thankful for that. There is the sense of peace in here. The kids waiting don't seem to mind. The manager and helper are both calm, not like a zoned out on something kind of calm. They're working with purpose, getting things done, with a nod or a word. All of this peace seems to be coming from the manager and his patient, quiet competence. He apologizes that I have to wait. There should be angry people demanding food. But the manager is an eye-of-the-storm kind of guy and his sense of peace seems to fall over everybody else. If a bit of food drops on the counter, he takes two seconds to wipe it up. He works with the kind of energy that gets things done. This little gray-haired lady notices. You see, in this day when people in the highest offices in the country scream at one another, in this day of leaders who are more focused on staying in power than in solving problems, in this day of people who are full of anger in their heads while their fingers hover over nuclear buttons, I'm sometimes afraid for my children and grandchildren. We desperately need quiet people who work hard and with a purpose. People who know their business. How can we find them? I have no idea. 
but I do know that we can sometimes find uncommon grace in the most ordinary of places. Here's a thought. If the pita pit manager who was working the counter over noon on August 15th in Bowling Green, Ohio, ever runs for office, he has my vote. Thanks for listening to another episode of Speeding Past 80. Join us again next week.